Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. All right, hello everybody and welcome back to Strictly Hip Hop. This is episode 16 and we are reviewing Isaiah Rashad, TDE, um, his very own album, which is The Sun's Tirade. And here with me is Lil Jetta once again. Lil Jetta, how you doing? Oh, you know it's your boy back at it again with the facts. With the facts, with the facts. Now, Lil Jetta is one of my most popular uh one of my most popular co-hosts to date, especially in the Strictly Hip Hop series, and one of the most beloved. We actually just dropped today, as we're recording, the crown jewel, right? The crown jewel. The crown jewel of my podcasting career so far. Good Kid, Mad City, my first ever classic album for review. For the culture. Yeah, for the culture. Check that one out for sure. Um, so, let's get into the album here. So, first, some background information. Uh, Isaiah Rashad is a Tennessee rapper, like I said, signed to TDE made his big break actually touring for Joey Badass. Uh, he signed to TDE in 2014 and released uh, what is his critically acclaimed EP, Sylvia Demo, which debuted at number 40 on the U.S. Billboard at 200, which was surprising. I didn't know it reached that much commercial success. Right. Uh, and that actually got him a spot on XXL's 2014 freshman list. And uh, this is his first project since. And in this, in fact, in this project, he does address that there's been a lot of time uh, between between albums and that is actually the main concept of this album is him explaining why he's been gone so long right with right. the dealing of the depression and the yeah, drug addiction and all the struggles that he's had over the past couple of years yeah and this one's actually been received pretty well it debuted at number 17 on the u.s billboard uh for the for the album credits it's executive produced by top dog as is every tde project uh no involvement from soundwave surprisingly which is tde's one of their biggest in-house producers but it was mixed by, of course, their go-to producer, Mixed by Ali, um, which was which he's done a great job. Uh, I read an article, Chris, the other day where he he said he's mixed seven or eight albums this year. Yeah, which is which, substantial. Which is substantial. It's insane. Knowing what sitting there and mixing is actually like, yeah, and then thinking of eight albums worth, I can barely do eight songs. Like exactly, it's just like because it is. It's like a long like dragged out process especially you know with saying? the artist when the artist is involved like because all the td artists are there when the mixing happens right like, so they're so they're like you know throwing throwing in their perspectives and you know mm-hmm. but anyways let's get to the album so chris I'll, I'll start with one of my positives and it's a little one but it's one that i think was uh that really tied in the album nicely was the skits did tie in the concept together perfectly and I thought they did so without being too overshadowing. You know what I mean? Like they, it starts with the the skit, and then um, the skits are kind of just like very well placed, and they're short and they're simple and they're to the point, and it really does tie in the concept. Right? Yeah, exactly. And I thought it was very cool how he started the album, the intro, like that he brought that in. That that yeah. that skit was funny too, and it's funny because I couldn't tell that it was cute. You yeah, I couldn't either the first listen. Yeah, and then but then he hit it. He hit you with the. That's your whole thing, yeah. Huh? That's your whole thing, huh? And then, uh, then you knew it was Q right away. So I was like, "Wait, is somebody stealing? Is somebody stealing uh, schoolboy slang? Yeah, yeah, slang." And I checked, and uh, it was Q. Um, <clears throat> and it was Dave Free also was involved in that in that skit. 
Uh, but any, anyways, go ahead, Chris. Give me a give me a positive you have of this album. Well, one thing that really stood out to me about this album was the um, diversity. You know, it starts like it it it, it tails into like <clears throat> to think about when you take the song Rope. And compare it to Slick the Shaka. Yeah. Like, you got Rope, which is super upbeat and super, like, you know, it's kind of like, um, it's like, it's not, I, I don't want to say, like. Kind of funky. It, yeah, it's like funky. It's like kind of like glitchy, like, yeah. a little bit. And you're like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. You know, but then, like, Slick the Shaka is very, very slow and, like, intoxicating and, yeah. like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's like, it's, it, there's a lot of contrast between uh, highs and lows throughout the entire album. Not even just. You know, musically, but also with the way that he thinks and his, you yeah. know, views on things. So his views, yeah. Uh, I love rope. I'll get into that. I'll get into that song later. But yeah. So to kind of go off your point, I really like that. To me, I put the vibe of the album is just like amazing. Like this is my favorite album this year from like just like a uh, an album to chill to or drive to perspective. Like this album is just awesome to just throw on in the whip and just drive around or like to just sit and chill and just listen mm-hmm. to like because it's, it's a lot of substantial releases sometimes well not a lot of them but sometimes substantial releases aren't something that you're gonna want to like always throw on when you're with the homies type of thing you yeah. know what i'm saying like not all my friends will sit and you know like in-depth listen to the pimp a butterfly like right. i do but you know this is an album that generally it definitely hits a lot of different uh a lot of different areas yeah with people so my last positive of the album that I loved a lot was just the fact that he has this real like mumbly flow, but it almost but it has like a lot of emotion to it, and like the instrumentals are so soft that it like enhances his vocals, and like it really is like a soulful like yeah I, project. I definitely agree. It's like yeah, it, he, it's not like that's not comparing it to like mumble rap, like yeah. what like you know like the 2016 sound like Lily Audium, whatever the fuck you want to say, but. He like yeah he he kind of like he he rides the beat yeah like he kind of just like like swings along to it mm-hmm. like especially like the first song that stood out to me was for the squad which we'll get yeah. out, we'll we'll you know we'll yeah. get into that later but yeah that one you know he's very just like he just kind of lets the beat like take him where he goes you know what I'm saying yeah yeah that exactly. one, yeah uh-huh. like he just he just kind of ride he just kind of rides the beat and like uh and some of my favorite tracks on here he's just kind of riding that beat and like. It's it's funny because like if you listen to it like it might sound like almost ignorant or like that mumbly flow type rap, but like it really like this it complements the instrumental so well. Yeah, it, it really like it really like brings emotion to the songs. Like the songs are very emotional, mm-hmm. like. and it shows you a lot of not only just diversity in him, but like TDE as a label because you got Q who's like fucking in your face like energetic and yeah brash yeah. yeah super and then like kendrick is kind of like a happy medium yeah and then you get j-rock who's also he's got like you know his like he's su- very super, harsh yeah he's harsh he's got like a deep like super like aggressive tone a lot of the yeah. time so like yeah this is like a cool cool tde break from that where you get like kind exactly. of kind of like a laid back album basically yeah i like that i like that you said that so do you have any more pauses before we transition into our dislikes of it? Um, not off the top of my head. That can't be brought up later. Okay. Okay. So let's get into let's get into negatives then. So to me, my negative list is very short. So to me, it was about two to four tracks too long. If you're listening to it in its entirety, it's just like the emotional like wave that you ride throughout this album, like just eventually just kind of wears you down. Like to me. 
to me, it's not like, like, to Pimple Butterfly is, like, very emotional, right? But, like, he does a good job of making you stay invested. Right. Whereas, like, after a certain point with Isaiah Rashad, like, once it gets to, like, track 12 or 13, you're kind of, like, starting to be like, all right, where's the end in sight? Because it's 17 tracks. And I definitely think that he, uh, I I think he finishes off weaker than he started. Yes, that's what I was going to say, so... My my point was, like, I love the first 12 tracks. Like, all of them together, like, front to back, all 12 tracks are, are amazing. And then the last five tracks feature my three, my only three dislikes of the album and my overall, uh, and my overall fourth least favorite. Like, they're my overall four least favorite tracks for the last five. Mm-hmm. So, like, it does end a lot weaker than it started. And to me, it just seems like, it seems like this would be a nice, like, 12 to 14 track EP mm-hmm. or, like, album. Yeah, see, the the only one out of those, out of that back half that really, uh, that re- really, I think, should have even been on there, like, it could have done without those songs. Yeah. The only one is the, the uh, By George outro, which isn't even actually the outro, so, yeah. I mean, but, yeah, like, I don't know, that one, I do, I do like that. I, I, th- I thought that was good, see, but. See, to me, the, the two that I, the two that I really like off of that, off the back end are Brenda and, uh, and Find a Topic. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones I I like, but I don't mind the George outro. The other ones I I don't really care for the dress like a dress rapper, like rappers. Yeah, have. that that one dress like rappers I think is probably the most boring song. Yeah, on the, I would agree, and it is it kind of has the least uh, has the least cohesiveness to the rest of the album. Like yeah. it kind of sounds the most out there. I would me. also say that yeah, but um, anyways, so what do, what negatives do you have about the album? Um. <laughs> You know, I don't really, like, this is an album that, I'm not going to say there's no negatives, because there is, you know, it's, he's not like, he's not perfect, but I definitely You can deal with his flaws. Yeah, I can, I can deal with the flaws, like, sometimes his flows are a little bit boring, but a lot of the time he makes up for it with lyricism, or vice versa. Or the instrumental itself. Yeah, or... He's writing it. You know, like, sometimes there'll be an element in each song that isn't exactly my cup of tea but the rest of everything else makes up for it so there's not really like too much of a negative outlook for me on this album honestly there's it's to me this is one of the best projects that dropped this year yeah i agree with you so let's go ahead and bring up some of our just tracks in general they might not be favorites they might be likes or dislikes but just songs in general we want to talk about so go ahead and give a uh give the listeners one song you want to talk about all right i'm gonna start with uh for the squad because I, I mean, most most of the time, that's going to be the first track you hear because yeah. you're you know if you're listening to it front to back, and I was like blown away. Like as soon yeah. as I heard that, I was like, wow, like yeah. this is like because I when you know when this first uh, when it first came about that he was coming out with the album or when they when it just 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 started getting talked about, I was like, you know, I I was I was like I knew who he was, I knew a couple songs, and like he was all right, but I wasn't exactly I I didn't know it was going to end up being this good yeah like having this much stature to it and so like that song to to like start off just like that it, i think that that song specifically stood out to me so much very very catchy yeah very that's the one he definitely rides the beat on he like yeah. he he finds his pocket yeah that's what i was gonna say is that like we talked about it earlier like the mumbly voice like the chorus is very mumbly but mm-hmm. like it works so like it's so catchy like Exactly, it's kind of like these hooks you can't just help but like vibe to, right? And it's kind of like the whole song is kind of like you know, like like lazy, like you're kind of it's like relaxing, like he sounds relaxed as as he's doing it. It's it 
that definitely stood out to that's me. That's one of my favorite tracks. I'm glad that you brought that up. But one I want to bring out is the single that he first released, Free Lunch. That one is incredible. Mm-hmm. Free Lunch is very, very good. That's I, actually the song after, right? That's, mm-hmm. It goes Four Squad, then Free Lunch, right? Because that's the third track, I believe. I don't have the album list in front of me. Yes, but, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I love... I love free lunch. It's just like, just like the way the way it comes in hype, but then it just has that nice little soulful uh, instrumentation and sampling in the middle, and it just right for exactly. the second part, the second half of the hook is just so uh, so smooth. Mm-hmm. I love I love that song. Um, yeah, definitely. I, and see, I didn't even hear it as the single. I didn't hear it bef- before. Yeah, neither the album. did I. I wanted to wait. I didn't even know that it dropped yet, oh, okay. actually. Really? Before the album dropped, yet. yeah. I, I heard about it, but then I I like to I like to do that now. Um, I like to kind of test myself and just be like, okay, let me wait till the album. Now, if Kendrick drops a single, like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna wait. You but, can't wait on that. But like you know, with some artists, I'm trying to I'm trying to pace myself because I like to have as much new music mm-hmm. in at one moment as possible. Um, but anyways, uh, go ahead and give me another track you want to talk about. Well. One that, and the one thing I really liked about this album was that, like, it, to me, it was, like, I spent, like, before I just, like, overall had the whole thing, I spent, like, sections of time on, like, specific songs. Like, mm-hmm. there was always still more to it, I feel like. You know what I'm saying? Like, as you're listening to one, you know that there's something else. Like, and so one that, like, at first I didn't, I guess I didn't catch on to it, which I don't know why I didn't, but now it's turned out to be one of my favorites was Park. That's my number one favorite. Look, I got it on my list here. Yep, that's funny. Yeah. So good. I love it. That is one of the the hypest songs and like and it's so that that drop is so nice. Yeah, when it comes in. It's so sweet. His flow on that is so that is the one one song where his flow actually is pretty aggressive actually. Yeah. Like, I agree. he definitely, like, I mean, the, once once he gets to, like, the bridge chorus yeah. part, he, it's, it, again, re- resorts back, or resorts back to, like, his kind of, like, lazy, like, yeah. flowy style, but, like, when, when he, like, when, once that drop comes in, he's, like, aggressive boom, in yeah, your he face. he just picks like, up the energy, and he almost kind of sounds like, not sounds like, but he has that, like, whiny voice like Kendrick, like, at that, at, at that part, mm-hmm. like, at, on the chorus. Right. Uh, but I, I love Park, it's, like, it's a great banger. Like it's, yeah. it's it's a banger, and like it's funny because it's not a traditional banger. Right? Yeah, like, not at very... all. Like that's that's exactly. It's like, it's like what you know. It's kind of like how Kanye like will come out with a song that like doesn't really go with industry standards, but damn, it's good. So everybody yeah. fucks with it. Like, yeah. and it's like the banger of it. Like that's kind of how I feel like it is. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm I'm with you on that. So now that you brought one of my favorites, I'll bring up one of my other favorites. A A I love that one. Also fucking great. That that's one of the <clears throat> I think that song is one of the most sonically pleasing. Yeah. I mean that chorus is just that hook I mean, he's killing the hooks mm-hmm, on this. Like, exactly. All the hooks on here are incredible and it's just like like I remember listening to it for the first couple of times and I remember every time just being like just like waiting for the hook to come back, like, mm-hmm. and I'm never like that with songs. Like I'm always about the verses over the hooks. But right, and the thing is, they're not like, it's they're they're pretty complex hooks too. Yeah, which is cool. Like it's not like a lot of the time, you know, you save all your, uh, all you save most of the content for the verse. Yeah, you know, but he definitely did a j- good job of like putting me using his hooks for content too, and not just like. You know, kind of like throwing throwing something in just to wrap it up. He actually made it more part of 
what yeah. it is. Like I, he, he, the hook game was crazy on this whole thing. Yeah, the hook game was crazy. So, do you have any more, or do you want to, um, or do you want transition overall thoughts? Well, another one that stood out to me, which I was, we were just talking about this before it started. A lot, a lot is like, I don't know if it's my favorite off of it, but it's kind of like it. It was a cool like, kind of uh, side note almost. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like to me. It's not like completely cohesive with the whole album, but like. It was like it's cool to see that he's still like that's that that was probably the most like I I don't know what what, what do I want to say like the most uh the song that kind of fit the industry the most like the current right. sound you know yeah. what I'm saying it wasn't as like I guess it wasn't as like uh adventurous but at the same time it kind of shows you that he's not afraid to you know go into all elements and different places of rap yeah and fit in different pockets you know what i'm saying and just kind of like dabble between pockets and bounce around and like still make it fit the overall theme right which is which is nice um so my last favorite i'll bring up um i got i got a few favorites on here uh that we didn't talk about but i love you mentioned it earlier rope slash rose gold Mm -hmm. I, i love that that song is just so smooth and just vibey like great you just love driving to it. Just I know. See, and that, that that was even one of my uh, lesser favorites on the album, but it's still a great fucking song. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, so let's let's go ahead and transition then to overall ratings and thoughts. So, uh, I'll go first. I give this an eight point five out of ten, and my reasons behind it are: I love the production and the mixing. Like itself, it's just absolutely phenomenal. Like it, it doesn't. Yeah. It sounds great. There's like, not a part of it that sounds unmixed or just like improperly mixed. Like, which it seems like, especially, I mean, think about not only is Ali mixing all these albums, how fucking hard it must be to mix certain vocals. Like yeah. think about like Kendrick recording you. Yeah. Like, yeah, right. Like that shit is fucking, you know how hard that would be to mix with all this like, like it, it gets it does get very difficult when you have to like you have to know what technical uh, plugins and a- applications go into what certain yeah. things that you need, you know. So like right. it, it get it does get very complicated. and it's hard working with different artists. Like it's like hard enough. Like I have local artists who like work exclusively with each other, and like they're they're still learning how to work with themselves. Right, let alone exactly. like Let alone like a full roster of mm-hmm. of artists. And it's and I know like. For there's plenty of labels out there that, for mixing, it's, it doesn't even have to do with the label. Every every artist, like if you have like one person mixing most of your vocals, then a lot of the time you can save a preset. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and that way your vocals can come out good. But TDE, all of their songs are so crazy diverse and different that you can't like yeah. you can't like expect them to use one style all the time. Like they're always gonna be fucking adventuring into new pockets like into new different areas of you know fucking hip-hop like they're all over the place with it i'm with you and so to bring it back to like my overall rating and the reasons being was um was just that i do love the mixing like i said uh but the only the only real negative that i had is like we talked about it's just kind of it's just kind of too long but even when i was saying it's too long it's like it's hard for me to pick what songs gotta go like yeah, you know what I mean. Like right. they're not they're not bad songs, but they're it's just, just too long. It's like, just it's a little just, too long. It, it's just and even time. overall, it, it just it seems a lot longer. Like I would have if you told me if you told me to guess how long this album is after listening to it front to back, I'd say like an hour fifteen, hour twenty. Mm-hmm. It's only it's only three minutes over an hour. It's sixty three minutes. Oh, wow. So it's not like the content itself is long. It just felt 
it just felt very long. Right. Well, I mean, that's kind of a psychological thing. Yeah. Because it is, a, it is you, very soft and smooth. And Yeah. And as you're, I mean, you, you know, even you can have 20 uh, two-minute songs or you could have 10 four-minute songs. You yeah. know what I mean? And it'll kind of like the 22-minute songs will sound like it's longer because yeah. you're switching the sound that yeah. many times you know what i'm and, saying and you're like closing off this one and now you're on this song and it sounds different and this is 17 tracks so that's like a lot for an album yeah exactly right? yeah so i i get you and so overall like again it's not a huge problem with me it's just something that you know it's just like i enjoy albums that i could listen to front to back and this one to me is one i can't i still can listen to front to back but it it just quite that second that second uh part of it the last five tracks or so just don't really keep my attention enough, mm-hmm. not as much as I'd like. Yeah, and I will admit, I mean, like, I'll skip over, I'll skip over a couple songs. Yeah, I'm not gonna say that. Yeah, because like, I mean, that that's almost with any album ever. Yeah, like you can't like. There's, there's very few albums that. Yeah, that skip. that you don't skip a song. Like it's just like I mean, but granted, then also a lot of the time I'll just throw it on and let it do its thing. Yeah, you know, exactly. so like it, it's kind of like you you have the option there. It's not really. It's really all your personal taste and how you feel that day. If you want to listen to the, the certain songs or not, like you got your obvious substantial like bangers and the ones that you're Stand gonna out, like the yeah, most. The but like, yeah. yeah, I mean, even like the one, the lesser great ones of the album are still completely tolerable. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm with that. So, I mean, overall, that's that's just kind of my thoughts. Like, again, it's. It's in my top ten for sure. Maybe it cracks my top five. I don't, I'm struggling with that. Don't worry. I'm going to have it right by the end of the year. Uh, Chris is going to be back on that podcast. And Kalo, we're going to be doing the 2016 year-end podcast. And I, This definitely belongs in the discussion. This is absolutely in the discussion for me for top five of the year. Yeah. Without a doubt. I, to me, I, my personal favorites, it definitely it's reached the top five point. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. So go ahead and why don't you give me your uh, your overall rating out of 10 and your thoughts behind it now i was originally thinking a nine but that's pretty high because now that we've made these points yeah it is it is kind of true you know it's not all perfect yeah so i'm honestly gonna agree with you like an 8.5 is definitely fair because it's definitely substantial that you almost couldn't ask for a better debut album yeah you know what I'm saying like this you're getting you're getting all his different flavors you're getting um the amount like you're getting the content you're getting the actual stories from it you're getting like you know because like a big thing with debut albums is like you know you because as you're going along and making albums you're experiencing new things and everything's being brought into it but your debut album you have to take 19 20 25 years of experience and condense it into 12 to 15 songs you know what i'm saying so like that's like a big stepping stone for an artist obviously like the debut album is like the biggest yeah thing of your career and yeah. and to me like one of the things we talked about at the beginning of the podcast is like the whole theme of this album and concept is not even just his whole life it's just it's just those years of right that that year between Sylvia demo and mm-hmm. and uh and this album the sun's tirade like just everything that changed because he he admits in this album, and he's admitted in interviews and everything now, that no, nobody knew about this, but he was actually dealing with depression, dealing with drug addiction to, like, Xanax and everything. Yeah, I knew that, too. And on top of that, he actually got kicked off of TDE, but not officially, like, released from TDE. Like, he got kicked off, and they said they kind of, like, sent him home. 
to like clear his mind. Like he was almost off the roster for a minute. Mm-hmm. So like it got yeah, very I, bad. I remember hearing about that. Yeah, Top wasn't happy with him because I mean, being TDE, there's if you, you got to be able to bring the content. You yeah, know you got to show up. You definitely got to show up because yeah. that's not a fuck around label. They're not, gonna keep. They're gonna keep going with or without you. So you better fucking yeah. hop on the train while it's here. Yeah, not not at all. So. You know, I almost made it a nine. I'm with you. Uh, once again, we I think we've agreed on almost every rating we've ever done on, on any of the podcasts. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Um, you know, this is for sure one of the best albums of the year, is the fact that there's a Kendrick song, and it's not even, I, I can say without a doubt, it's not top five. No, I would say the same thing, honestly. I think that, I think Kendrick's presence on uh, Birds was better. Yeah. Like, I mean, not that... I mean, anything, not that we, we have Ken- to start that debate. But. Yeah, but and anything Kendrick does yeah. is fucking great. No matter. And like what, but. this song is still good, but the fact that like it's crazy that like a song with a song with Kendrick is not one of the five best songs on here. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so that that's crazy to me. But you said you said eight point five. I said eight point five. So we agree on that. So why don't you go ahead and give me three to five of your favorite tracks? You don't have to do order. I did order. Mm-hmm. Um, go, you go ahead first. Alright, because we basically talked about all of them in the uh, in the earlier part of the favorite track. So, to me, my uh, my fi- my top five in this order, going from five to one, is Free Lunch, Stuck in the Mud with SZA, that song is incredible, uh, Rope slash Rose Gold, AA, and Park. Park is my number one favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, alright, so for me, now, you may find this to some surprise, but my actual... I think my potential favorite, I guess I can't be 100% sure because that's a hard thing to pick for it this is. album. It's, it's hard to pick songs. It's like it's like almost in basketball, right, or like any sport, like picking the better player. Like there's, right, it's exa- all subjective. Exactly, it, absolutely, you so, know what I'm saying? So so go ahead. All right. I didn't mean so, to cut you off. I just wanted to clarify that. You're good. Yeah, totally. And so this is one that we didn't really talk about is B-Day. I think yes, that song, that almost made my list. That is, I that song stood out to me actually more than any song when I first heard it. Like I was like, "This yeah. is that shit." Yeah, you want to talk about some like real like mumble like that's yeah, but like and I love that though. Yeah. Like I love I love the way he. His I can't flow, imagine anything else on it. His flow on that, like he just said, and the the thing is that the the song is about um how he felt the day of his twenty fifth birthday. Yeah, and so you you kind of feel like you're like fucked up. Like yeah, it's my birthday. Like. Yeah, fuck you, I'm high. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, right. Like, how my face is my birthday. Like, and it's it's just so smooth. I love it. Yeah, dude. He just like he definitely. That's another one he rides. Yeah, it's he, great. He does a great job of just overall putting everything in, uh, putting like the concepts in. Like all of these songs sound so just surface level, but they really have so much to them. Right? Exactly, like, they have so much depth to them. Uh, but anyways. So you gave it eight point five. I gave it eight point five. We gave our um. We you gave your number one favorite track. Do you have any more you want to give, or do you want to just? Oh yeah, actually no. I see. I just started going on about okay, that. Yeah. All right, we're gonna go. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna give it an order, but I will say B Day is my favorite. Yeah. So B Day, Park, Florida Squad, a lot in AA. All right. Thanks for coming out once again. One of my uh one of my most frequent guests, Chris. Where can they find you at if they don't already know? <clears throat> soundcloud.com slash Adams Christopher you can find me on Twitter at Chris Adams all lowercase V for the second A in Adams you know what I think it's your boy rap game Bart Simpson a little Jetta out here a little Jetta out here my my name is Chris Platting you can find me on Twitter at Crispy1132 that's C-H-R-I-S-P 
PY1132, like Chris, and then PY. And again, 1132, Isaiah Thomas and Rip Hamilton, big Piston fans out here. Uh, and you can also find me on Snapchat too. And on Snapchat, you'll see it, you'll see sneak previews. I posted a little sneak preview while we were doing the podcast today. So, you know, that's a great way to stay connected and stay in touch with everything coming up, both hip hop and NBA. Thank you guys for tuning in. Please uh, share, subscribe, uh, like all that. You can catch all my content to every episode ever posted on my Twitter. Once again, that's crispy1132, C-H-R-I-S-P-Y-1132. And this is Isaiah Rashad, Sun's Tirade, Album Review. Chris and Chris, we are out.